Yonder Lake. Nuke. Get my notifications out. Shit. How you doing out there? Christmas one and all. Hey everybody, what up Ill Inc? What up Bad Buddha? Phil Killer was cracking. DJ Mikey Mike was up. We made it. Mason was cracking. Sergeant Tetch was cracking. Point Caution was cracking. Lane Stewart was cracking. Jason Eva, where you at? Jealousy is increasing. Place is filling up with uh, packages. The boy is getting so ridiculous. He's, he's like a little rubber boy. He's so excited. He's just bouncing off everything. <laughs> he's just bouncing off everything. Beautiful thing. Countdown is on. What is it like? Five days or something like that? I should know. I titled my stream "Here Comes Christmas." I should know more about that aspect. Anyway, I got a Christmas app. 
and a sort of red jumper. So um, I'm all set. Someone do me a favor. If someone's on Twitter, could you tweet this stream and I'll retweet you? I have not got the Twitter notification out there. I haven't got any notifications out there. That's terrible. Oh no, how can we survive? In the house we are. down your chimney with a festive stream. So to speak. Christmas, Joseph Campbell. The first function of the local social mythology was to bring you from childhood dependency to responsibility in terms of the social demand. And then just about when you're beginning to feel good about it all, the society that has said you've got to do what we want begins to say, well, looks as though you can't do what we want, so you're on your own. Then you have what's called a nervous breakdown. The first half of life, when there's a knock on the door, you think, here it comes. Here it comes. And the last half of life, when there's a knock on the door, you think, here it comes. Here it comes. The next problem then, in a mythological order that is going to take care of us, is to tell us what to do with our psyches when that begins to happen. The economic problem isn't the main one. Not that somebody should, uh, you know, give you a fishing rod and send you out fishing and then identify and come home. It's what are you going to do with that power inside? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
with that, that Christmas power. Inside. What are you gonna do with that power inside? What are you gonna do with that power inside? What are you gonna do with that power? Wow. The first half of life, when there's a knock on the door, you think here it comes. In the last half of life, uh-huh. when there's a knock on the door, uh-huh. you think, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. You've become somewhat aware of the world, of the mystery of the world, and you just don't want to go tooling along with the children of the past. And that's not what you're with. It's not what you're ready for. There are problems to face. Bow, bow, bow. The most challenging one is death. Only animal that knows he's going to die. And as soon as you fumble that ball, it's coming. It's coming. The first half of life, when there's a knock on the door, you think, here it comes. Here it comes. And the last half of life, when there's a knock on the door, you think, here it comes. Here comes Christmas. So, here it comes. This wonderful problem and the mythology in general, the religions, have served it. They have provided images, tasks, discipline that carry the child from childhood dependency to responsibility. From simple responsibilities, those that the society said got to accept. And then they've provided a way out. They tell you that daddy will be up there and you're going back home. Cheers. To you. This isn't quite enough anymore. <laughs> Joseph Christmas Campbell, that's right. That's right. Is it any wonder that our clergymen look a little bit anxious these days? Christmas evening in the drunk tank. The vibes, the vibes are increasing. How are the vibes where you are, beloved wave riding individual watching the stream? Is everything coming together?
Thursday, see what's up. 2076, what's up? No sales tax in New Hampshire, so I bought all my presents theft free. You kidding me? Wow. Liz Bay C says vibes are magical. Gracias, amigo. Dan Ada. DJ Mikey Mike at work on my break. Been getting it after it all day at work. Nice. 2076 bought some Electrolito tonight. I got my Electrolito. And I got a coffee. Because I had some uh, day krill or night krill or one of them. And it was making me feel woozy. I don't normally fuck with those kinds of, you know, legal drugs. My wife, he thought it'd be a good idea because we were all coming down with something. Turkey had a play date. He had a couple of little homies round. Did I tell you about this? It was so sweet. Like, they wanted to check out the studio. I was like, Joe, want to make a song? And they were all excited. They wanted to make a song. One of them, though, poor little, poor little guy, um, they, were, they, were, they were singing, you know? And then he goes, Ooh. And he runs into the corner, and he's going, I thought he was joking. And then I realized he was not joking, and I handed him a bin. And uh, he just missed the bin, and he kind of spewed all over the place. My wifey went ham with the uh, disinfectant and all that sort of thing. But we have all managed to sort of seem to be getting ill. It might just be that one does that as one starts to approach Christmas. I feel that always kind of things try and sneak in there the second you start thinking about not working 100% of the time. Anyway, so long story short, why if you brought home some of that like, that like, it's the same color as this shirt actually, this liquid. And she reminded me that me and Wadey, when we used to DJ in, in Hollywood, if we were getting ill or what have you, I don't know why, or why. Basically, we used to bang that stuff. The Dayquil or the Nyquil, one of them, and then go out and DJ. And then also drink, which is stupid because you get blackouts. We used to think we were really smart. We're like, ha 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 ha, we will still go out and make money. Just banging shots of this stuff. I hadn't had it since. It was quite a visceral kind of like flashback situation. Anyway, it had a weird side effect of making me feel strange and queasy as I was going through the Meditations Part 2 mixes prior to the stream. So that is why I've got a coffee at, tw at 20 past 8. Yo, VBDC. Venice Beach Dub Club. That's crazy. Is requesting Santa is Real by me. I don't know that song. that song oh do you mean obviously santa claus exists is that the one you mean if that's what you mean then i do not see why we can't be playing that given that it's christmas that's one of those songs frankly i'm happy to play any time of the year because it's great anyway i gotta expect wade might be coming over he might be coming to visit so we'll ask him because Charlotte was like, you guys, you guys used to have like a, a, thing, a ritual that you would do. And you had a little thing you would say and then you would do your shots of Dayquil and Iquil, whichever the hell one it was. One time I did that and I woke up in Marina Del Rey. Terrible business. Rumpa Chumper, Rum Chumper says, my friend once urinated in a planter during his DJ set. It was in a restaurant. People didn't like that very much. Why did he do that? 
Why on earth did you do that? And when you say a planter, is that, what is that? Like something that plants are in? I don't even know. Was that like next to his DJ booth? Good Lord. Are you still friends with him? Because <laughs> that is a sackable offense. Da, 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 da. VBDC Vanished Beach Dub Club says Yes Yeah, that's good. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. See, see, we understand each other even if the words are different. But it's important to make sure. Anyway, yeah, I was going to say to you, I was going to show you something. Look, look, look. Look if you. Look if you here. Look if you here. Um, this is strange. It's strange. Maybe I can rearrange the size of this. Whoa, motherfucker. Whoa, motherfucker. Is it rearranging the size there? Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. So, observe if ye. Look, this is the, the Akira the Dawn channel. The Akira the Dawn channel. I don't know. We are, we know. I know that you need videos. All this streaming, there's been no videos for nearly two weeks. That's disgraceful. You know what I mean? No videos, no albums or EPs or even music videos. Disgusting. Don't you worry. We're coming in hot in 2024, okay? <laughs> Just you watch. Now, hit the live tab here and look what you see. Look. Do you see this? Look at all these streams. We've basically got like the next week of streams laid out and arranged and you can see what they are. This one's happening right now. Tomorrow is a stream of glory. Glory? Wow, what is glory? Well, you will see. And then look, what on Thursday, we're having a Paul Harvey lo-fi Christmas show. What? Well, that looks rather exciting. I think we should probably also say notify me. You should probably hit notify me on all of these. You know what I mean? Notify me. Notify me of this. Uh, look, it's the Meaning Wave office party. The Meaning Wave Office Christmas Party on Friday. Uh, office Christmas Party is an important part of the Christmas thing, you know? You know? You're aware of that? Uh, so, yeah, you want to? You probably want to notify yourself about that. That's 8 p.m. on Friday. Look, uh, a wrapping stream, a special wrapping stream designed specially to soundtrack the wrapping of your gifts on Saturday afternoon. Afternoon, my time. It might be another time for you. And then, look, on Christmas Eve, it's the Eve... <laughs> It's the mean extreme of Eve. You know what I mean? Towards, towards the night before Christmas and all through the house, everybody was jumping up and down on the top of tables. Because it was the meaning wave Christmas Eve shindig. Look at that. Preparation. You know what they say about preparation? Uh, when you combine that with uh, opportunity, you get luck. You know what I mean? And that is the residue of design this fellow look at this guy look at that that was so nice look at this isn't this nice are oh, my televisions beautiful the glory they bring you know what I mean the absolute aesthetic wonderland of the Akira the Dawn television system make some noise VBDC Venice Beach Dub Club says there should be 46 million people watching this yes there should you are correct 
Right now though, there is you. You are the elite. You should be very proud of yourselves. I know I am proud of you. I am so proud of this community 2076. Thank you for the support. Celebrating with my beautiful love tonight. She bought a house today. What? Your beautiful love bought a whole house? Cheers, wave riders, on this auspicious occasion. Blessings you and your new home. What? Shouts out to your beautiful love buying a whole ass house. Uh, do you get to do you get to hang out in this house, or is that just for her and her homies? A whole ass house. Imagine that. Merry Christmas. This song, that was the instrumental, this is the actual song. This is a precursor to the next song. It's important to work in such a fashion. Make some noise for the Miller Make some noise for the immortal Stan Lee. How about that? He's got cold. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ill Ink says, I just want to say how happy this made me. It's made me. Your streams are back, Akira. Had no idea how much joy I got from them. Akira. You know, you don't, you don't, sometimes you don't know what you got to this gone. Never take for granted that which brings you joy. God bless. You see, for me, superheroes will always spark the imagination of people around the world. Around the world. the ideal person or the ideal situation. You know, almost all of us have loved fairy tales when we were young. Just remember stories of giants and witches and wizards and monsters and things that were so colorful and bigger than life. Superhero stories today. 
to the Christmas Orb. The Orb. Let us ponder it. Look at the beauty. The glory. Much love, says VBDC. Much love to the non-ironic Christmas lovers out there. We've got to preserve these vibes and traditions because people grow cold without them. Hey, now the trip, trip, trip. Ooh, look at that. Look at the aesthetic glory. Oh, my look. I've got my TV stuff, my glitch boxes and everything. It's such a perfect tone and uh, situation right now. I don't want to touch it. I need to, like, make a bunch of music videos with just, like, this specific setting. Because literally, if I breathe on it, it will change. It's very specific, and there's no presets or anything in this. It's all analog. It's all manual hardware stuff, you know? You've seen me working it before, presumably. Um, and you know how it goes. Anyway, that was Stan Lee with the Cure of the Dawn. Uh, fairy Tales for Grown Ups from the Immortal Stan Lee EP mini album whatever you might want to call it anyway this is a, a request right here for uh, the venice beach dub club this is one of those meaning wave classics one of the arguments here coming from the new type of atheist when i was a child i nuked the like when i was a child i believed in the truth but then one day i grew up and i realized that santa claus doesn't exist i realized yeah. the Big brain. I've always found Galaxy Atheist Brain argumentation rather funny because to me it seems, it seems completely absurd to say Santa Claus doesn't exist. Because obviously Santa Claus exists. Uh-huh. There are Santa Clauses everywhere at Christmas. There are guys who dress up as Santa Claus. There are Santa Claus decoration, ornaments. We have stories. We have songs. We have all these things which celebrate Santa Claus. It is patently absurd to say that Santa Claus does not exist. Obviously. Santa Claus exists. Obviously. Santa Claus exists. Obviously Santa Claus exists. Obviously. Santa Claus exists. There are certain things that don't exist. For example, a square circle or dry water. Now those things are impossible. They do not exist. But Santa Claus definitely exists. The question we need to ask is, in what manner does Santa Claus exist? And I think that asking oneself that question of how it is that Santa Claus exists can maybe help certain people understand the manner we say that there are things that exist that are not at the level of my coffee cup. 
there are things which exist at different levels of being. Obviously, Santa Claus Woo. exists, and you can say that about concepts. Love exists, but you can't. Obviously, obviously. exists. You can't put it in a bottle. You can't put it in a box, but it still exists. Obviously, Santa Claus exists in a much more immediate manner than something like love. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. Obviously, what Santa Claus looks like, what his purpose is. Now, the thing is that what people uh, tend to to struggle with is to understand that beings are not obvious. It's not that obvious how to contain a being. So you, for example, you have hearts. You have hands and fingers, eyes, you have hair. You have all these different parts. And there is something, your being, your personhood, which holds all those things together. Now, Santa Claus is the same thing, but his body is just not as contained as your body. It is actually a lot bigger than your body. Parts of Santa Claus are the images of Santa Claus that we see in movies, that we see in stories, just like your picture, which appears online. Obviously, Santa Claus Obviously. Your picture that's in your telephone or in some family album. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. Is an extension of you. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. When people see the picture, they recognize you and they come into contact with Santa Claus exists. So too, Santa Claus has hearts. When a guy dresses up as Santa Claus in your mall, he is manifesting Santa Claus. He is a part of Santa Claus to the extent that he's participating in the being of Santa Claus at that moment. If a child goes to the mall, they sit on Santa Claus's lap, and then they speak to Santa Claus. What would you like for Christmas? The child will answer what they want for Christmas. And Santa Claus will find some story about how, you know, you're going to try to get that child his gift for Christmas. So the child is speaking to Santa Claus. And that's really important to understand. The child is not speaking to Joe under the costume who put on the fake beard. She, she isn't speaking to him. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. She's speaking to Santa Claus. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. And it also isn't Joe that is answering. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. It's Santa Claus that is answering. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. It is obvious that Santa Claus exists. If Joe starts to tell the child something else, the child will no longer recognize Santa Claus. Joe will cease to be a body part of Santa Claus. Now, you can write a letter to Santa Claus, put it in the mail, send it to Santa Claus, and you know what? Santa Claus is going to answer. And it isn't Martha sitting in the post office, you know, typing out the letter. She's not the one who's actually answering. She is manifesting Santa Claus. The same thing you're doing to Santa Claus, I can do to you. When you answer my question, I can say, well, it's not you that is answering my question, right? It's your mouth that's answering my question. But is that true? Is it your mouth that's answering the question? No. 
Your mouth is the tool by which you are answering the question. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. The disguised Santa Clauses are the tool by which obviously Santa Claus exists. Santa Claus manifests himself in the world. Obviously, Santa Claus exists. Santa Claus is a being that's pretty coherent. Obviously, Santa Claus He has Claus a personality. Exists. He has a way of speaking. You can engage with Santa Claus and Santa Claus will answer. This is not just imaginary because you are not that contained as you think. <laughs> you as a person, you can be possessed by all these different ideas. You can be influenced by all these external influences. And even in your mind, you are not as centered as you think. You have all these different kind of crazy personalities that can pull you in different directions. So why do you think that you as a person exist? Right? There is something. There is a total way in which those elements are pulled together into a consistent being. If it wasn't so, we'd say you're schizophrenic or we'd say you're crazy. You're not crazy. There's something pulling those elements together. So that when I ask you something, Obviously, Santa Claus exists. Obviously, Obviously, Santa Claus exists. Obviously, duh. Uh, can anyone argue with that logic? I don't think so. I don't think so. How many of you all have uh, personally experienced Santa Claus? Cedric Sage, how about you? Have you personally experienced Santa Claus? Thank you for this book. Huh? Huh? I think you probably have. I think you probably have. Anyway, we need to do an international high five, don't we? Don't we? Huh? We haven't done that yet. So let's do that. And let's have that be the thing. Uh, we're going to do the international high five that involves you telling me where you are so we can, you know, suss out the international nature of the broadcast. And uh, for the question, tell me uh, where you are and uh, have you had an interaction with Santa? Does Santa Claus exist? Smash the like button. Exactly. Bad Buddha says, I have personally experienced Santa Claus. There you go. Hey, look, it's Sway. What's up, Sway? Uh. VBDC says, if nobody has a song called Santa is Real, then I'll put one out for Christmas uh, 24. I think what you're doing there, right, is I think you're confusing. Uh, obviously, Santa Claus exists the Akira the Don song uh, with another song by the Lauvin brothers uh, which is a masterpiece here it is listen Satan is real working in spirit you can see him and hear him in this world every day yep. Is real working with power, he can tempt you and lead you astray. Satan is real is a song. 
What's this song? I attended service at a little church in the country not long ago. A prayer was led by an old country preacher who then raised his hands as everyone stood and sang, My God is Real. A warm breeze through the open windows brought in the smell of new-mown hay in a nearby field, and the singing of birds could be heard in the moment of silence as the preacher opened his Bible to read. And then a little old man stood up, bent with age, his hair thin and white, and said, Preacher, tell them that Satan is real too. You can hear him in songs that give praise to idols and sinful things of this world. You can see him in the destruction of homes torn apart. I know that Satan is real, for once I had a happy home. I was loved and respected by my family. I was looked upon as a leader in my community. And then Satan came into my life. I grew selfish and unneighborly. My friends turned against me, and finally my home was broken apart. My children took their paths into a world of sin. Yes, preacher, it's sweet to know that God is real, and to know that in Him all things are possible. And we know that heaven is a real place where joys shall never end. But sinner friend, if you're here today, Satan is real too. And hell is a real place, a place of everlasting punishment. Satan is real, working in spirit. You can see him and hear him in this world every day. Satan is real, working with power. He can tempt you and lead you astray. Satan is real, and so is Santa. Pick your side. Pick your fighter. That was the Lauvin brothers. Apparently you pronounce it Lovin'. Ho, ho, ho. International High Five, where are you and uh, have you experienced Santa? Santa, not Satan. Easily confused and mythologically connected.
the people are saying. 2076, nuke the shit out the like button for that. We are proud and grateful. Gotham says, I remember last time I was on Santa's lap, I asked him for a Game Boy. For Christmas, did you get one? Deep Barbecues is legendary. Fool Killer in Maryland says he rode by my house on top of fire truck a few hours ago. Good lord. Blade Law in Canada, yes. was the third Hank Williams right there with Satan is real straight to hell where he, he interpolated a bit of Satan is real at the beginning what a G what a G this is have yourself a very lo-fi Christmas secure the dawn do you know how many versions of have yourself a very merry Christmas I've done do you know uh, fabulous no prize for the first person to um, say the correct answer all right Brent Harrington in uh, Vermont says Santa is 100% real Correct. Broken Umbrella says, I saw Santa Claus, he was eating brisket. Santa Texan confirmed. Big Bad Wolf, one time I found where he stashed the presents at the house with my brother. We went in early. What Santa didn't know didn't hurt him. Tucson, Arizona, for real. Meat Barbecue, Global Thermonuclear War on that like button. Global Thermonuclear War on the like button, for real. So real. Um, okay, Liz Bay C in uh, uh, New Jersey, USA. Santa liked my chocolate chip cookies. Is that a euphemism? VBDC, I feel Santa inside myself every year. This year I donated five Christmas trees to friends crushed by the economy. The feeling was incredible. Wow. Wow, that's righteousness right there. I mean, it's difficult to get a good tree these days anyway. Aside from the crushing economy, which really is quite the bloody thing, it's even reaching over here to Mexico. Things are, uh, and also the fact that the uh, dollar is like collapsing or something, uh, makes everything like more expensive. Obviously, but you know what? We got each other, don't we? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it nice to have each other? And this delightful music. Nice job, VBDC, says Mike Can. See, see, see the, the vibes in the chat. They're just unanimously glorified. I'm so proud of this community. Spagandi in Florida says it's nice to be possessed by Santa this time of year. Ain't that the realness? New barbecues is Alice's restaurant vibes. Uh, Big Bad Wolf, Implements of Destruction Vibes. Brent Harrington says, we're all sinners. Uh. 2076 is talking about regulations or something? Regulators! Regulate these Christmas vibes by Jove. That's what we're doing in here. That's what we're doing up in Club Meaning. (laughs) 
tonight. Alex Yogi, we sit on the big man's lap and wish for objects because we feel deep down that world peace is too much to ask for. I told you, man, I was wishing for world peace too. And then Sam Hyde announced it's happening. Whoa! Whoa! Has anyone seen Fish Tank season two? I haven't seen any of it yet. I just saw that they've got a really nice house this time. You know what I mean? Obviously, uh, someone else has been involved in that side of things. I think Shimonic's house has been involved in uh, the regulation of the, the housing for Fish Tank Season 2. Ale Inc. Denver sat on his lap in a mall and very, very uncomfortable. Did he have bony knees? Mike Can, Western Canadian. Santa said he enjoyed my cookies and milk. Is that a euphemism? Did we say that before? Oh, ho, ho, ho. VBDBC is in sunny CA, obviously. And, uh, good lord. Illing says, I will never forget the Christmas Eve where I snuck downstairs, peeked around the corner to see my mum and two older sisters wrapping presents. Santa was all over for me after that. Why? Santa needs help. Santa needs Ayuda. Padre Dim Navidad. Necesite. Ayuda. Liz Bay C says, This is the merriest vibe ever. So much love to you all. Well, isn't that just adding to the merriment right there? The merriment increases with such messaging. Mute Barbecue is decorating Christmas cookies while listening to this wonderful stream. If that's not nice, I don't know what is. Get ready for the international high five. Crack. You gotta crack the knuckles. Whoa, did you hear that? That was a big one. Whipped dog. And a cock back. You know what I mean? I forgot I had a cock back button. Cock back button. Ha <laughs> ha. is good. Three. Two. <laughs> Man can't count. One. One. <laughs> One. Come on! If this isn't nice, I don't know what it is. Music, please, please, please. Hey. I've ever given uh, has included my tribute to my uncle Alex, my brother Kit brother, who was a graduate of Harvard and a wise man, a distant insurance salesman in Indianapolis. He was childless. But what Uncle Alex found objectionable about so many human beings is that they so seldom noticed it when they were happy. Sitting under an apple tree, for instance, on a July afternoon, drinking lemonade and, you know, talking about this and that, and there's practically buzzy little honeybees. And all of them 
would stop everything and say, everything and say, wait a minute, stop, stop, stop. If this isn't nice, I don't know what is. If this isn't nice, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. I don't know what is. If this isn't nice, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. I don't know what is. And so he would do that again and again, and it was very good advice, and I've taken it up. And I hope that you will take up this habit, too, of noticing when things are really awfully nice. Awful. And say, if this isn't nice, I don't know what it is. And say, if this isn't nice, I don't know what it is. See, there's Uncle Kurt. Von a gut. Von a guts. This is nice. I don't know what it is. That's a Christmas song, obviously. You know what I mean? That's what. That's really a big part of Christmas. He's looking around when things are awfully nice and noticing and saying, "Hey, hey, look around. Look if this isn't nice." That's right, right? Yes, it is. Um, uh. 2076 says, uh, speaking to Jason Eva. Is Jason Eva here? Oh, he's here now. Hello, Jason Eva. Wondering if requests are on the table. Someone did make a request earlier. VBBDC Venice Beach Dub Club. Chatted something in the region of $14. Requesting Jonathan Pajou. Did you know that? Ill Inks said uh, emoji, emoji, emoji. Maybe ATD says Sway will do a future funk remix version of this track. Much like when you did a synthwave version of The Wave from JBP. I did, didn't I? I do need to do a remix album. It is one of the many, many projects that I want to do. <laughs> it's a remix album. And uh, my son is really into funk now. Him and his little homies, their favorite music is funk. Uh, so he wants funk, make remixes of everything. He's playing me songs. I'm like, that's not funk. 
this new funk that they've got is not funk. So there's a cowbell in there. I, I recognize that. But this, like, because it's funny, because funk went from, you know, uh, OG funk, which was that Memphis influenced, uh, lo fi influenced, jazz infused, dusty sample, uh, super uh, turbo, like, exaggerated aspects of trap and Memphis type music, right? Herc was like, you should do a funk Christmas album, Dad. I was like, I did! A funk Christmas mix in 2017 called Trappin' It Christmas. Good Lord. Anyway, then funk kind of, uh, people started being like, oh, have you heard funk? Like a couple years ago. And that was like the Russian drift funk stuff, which was like uh, a lot faster and it just had cowbells and sort of uh, super compressed kick drums. But now what they're calling funk is basically like anything with a cowbell in it and it's really compressed. And it, a lot of it now sounds like the Prodigy. It's like we've gone full circle. It's like 90s big beat sounding stuff is what they're saying is funk this week. Funk, P-H-O-N-K, really is the most versatile of genre names. I want to know where this is. I want to know what's going on. What's going on? Have we run out of genre names? Gandhi said, I was always a little confused why the Goggins instrumental was called Funk Beats. Well, it's because about 80% of the tracks on uh, the Goggins album, maybe 73, one could ca- classify as being funk. As in that earliest in- uh, iteration of funk. Stuff like the Governor, all that, that's like funk stuff. Now, what confused people a bit though is the first track wasn't funk at all. <laughs> but most of them were. So that's why I called it that. And the other reason I called it that was that um, at that point, funk was quite rare. So I thought, well, if I call the instrumental record Funk Beats, people searching for funk beats will find it. Now that worked with, uh, for example, uh, the Lo-Fi Beats album I did. Again, at that point, no one was really looking for Lo-Fi like that. There weren't any records called Lo-Fi Beats. There's 50,000 now. So that I called that first record, that first compilation, Lo-Fi Beats, meant shitloads of people found it who were looking for Lo-Fi Beats. And... Uh, that's to this day is one of my more popular releases on Spotify. Uh, instrumental ones, anyway. I've experimented with all sorts of things. You know? Um, that's not what's, what that song finished so quick. Ooh, what is this? Yeah. 
began, he says, my generation just knows Rish- Russian drift funk. What, were you just born in 2019, 2020? This is like 2017 funk. Like, what we now know is funk. Well, no, what began... Funk kind of started with um, Raider Clan and those guys. In like 2012, 2013, I think the first person using the word funk was a homeboy from Raider Clan whose name escapes me now. Shit. He always beefing with people. Space Ghost Perp, that was it. And he had that kind of Memphis vibe going on. And then the kind of beat-making community that was egged on by uh, uh, people like Ryan Celsius and the various trapping mixes and stuff like that that started popping up in 2016, 2015-ish. Started producing music, kind of riffing on that. And it came from that. And somehow then the Russians got hold of it and sort of sped it up and gave it a house beat and started like drifting around in cars to it. I don't know. Somebody's gonna have to bark it all up. It's gone. <laughs> Ooh. Look how beautiful that is. If you're watching right now, if you're on the video replay, look at the screen. That's so hot. Incredible. Big Bad Wolf says, my girlfriend says I was into lo-fi so ahead of my time. That's how I found you. Your first lo-fi Christmas. That was the first lo-fi Christmas. There was no other lo-fi Christmas at that point. Now that, now it's like there's whole channels that just do lo-fi Christmas. Sway says, man, I was on a huge funk kick 2017 to 19. Yeah, that was a good time. Big Bad Wolf says, I've never heard a negative thing in this chat. Truly a blessed place. It is very rare. It is very rare. But, you know, people have a habit of adapting their surroundings, right? So if you step in a place and, uh, you know, and the, the windows are all smashed up and there's graffiti all over the walls and, and splooge all over the chairs, you will act accordingly, you know? But people step up in this place and it's a nice-ass place. I mean, so people act nice for the most part, and occasionally people don't act nice. They act they act unwavy, but the unwavy get yeeted pretty quickly. General policies are kind of ignore an initial unwaviness, but if there's repeated waviness, unwaviness, then the person gets yeeted. And no longer pollutes the world. But for the most part, as you have noticed, it's a self-regulating system. People up in this place are just just beautiful. There's beautiful people up in here. Make some noise for yourselves, you beautiful, beautiful people. Four Killer says, sent to the unwavy graveyard. Exactly. The unwavy graveyard. The unwavy yard. I can't get over how good this Grinch Who Stole Christmas thing looks. Run through my CRTV uh, glitch boxes, etc. It's beautiful. 
said this is a nice ass place yes it is says unwaviness is punishable by banishment to the shadow realm the unwavy graveyard the unwaveyard the unwaveyard exactly this, uh, there you go it's got his name the unwaveyard the unwavy are banished to the unwaveyard the shadow realm that was one of the things I liked when Kanye was doing that thing where he was shouting at all those uh, vultures the other day and someone said something he didn't like and he said, watch it or you will get exiled. <laughs> something along those lines. No one wants to get exiled. Is in the chat. If you want freedom for Christmas, using it unless you're trying to save somebody. Yeah, you can use fear to keep them from smoking cigarettes, for example. Yeah, I wouldn't use this in the evil way. Curiosity is one of the most important and overlooked buttons on the human interface. You can see that authors that are good at it will make you curious at the end of a chapter so that you'll want to keep reading. So that you'll want to keep reading. 
curiosity into things is a really, really important button. When you can doke somebody's curiosity, you can really shape what they do and you can shape your environment through curiosity. Very, very powerful. But freedom is a big thing. People will trade a lot. They will trade a lot for freedom. They will trade a lot for freedom. People will trade a lot for freedom. They will trade a lot for freedom. Hey. Elaine wants responsibility for Christmas. Yeah, we're all responsible for Christmas. Big Bad Wolf says, send me to the waveyard when I die. I saw someone saying, why no Scott Adams merch? We have some Scott Adams merch. Look, there it is. Go in here and type in Scott Adams and you'll find there's a... Uh, feels like it works tea with that wonderful uh, feels like it works artwork uh, the all Scott Adams bundle you can download the Scott Adams stuff there's the uh, basket case theory uh, shirt there's the user interface for reality uh, shirt with the lovely artwork from that so yeah we do have some we do have some meaningwave.com did I mention this stream is brought to you by meaningwave.com sponsored by meaningwave.com Thank you to our sponsor, MeaningWave.com. That's amazing work. They want Velvet merch. No, they want Velvet Scott Adams merch. I see. I guess there isn't any Velvet Scott Adams merch. That's remiss of me. New merch drop coming um, shortly. Just after Christmas, there'll be a new merch drop. Uh, this have you seen this? I don't know if you'll remember. Like, I've got to dig. Out. I'm gonna have to dig out. Last time I wore this, this used to be baggy on me. Now it's like freaking skin tight, and uh, and the shape of it, it's really cool because the zebra stripes on it kind of accentuate my um, my uh, what would you call it? What would you call that? My uh, epic, you know, chadness. <laughs> <laughs> And makes it, it kind of accentuates. It's a bit like, you know, Echo, uh, Jocko's homie. He's got those things tattooed on his arm that sort of seems to have the effect of making him look more defined and uh, super heroic. You know what I mean? This, this does that. The Meaning Wave Zebra, if you're skinny like what I used to be, looks fucking cool. If you're a hench like what I am now, makes you look actually a bit more than you actually are. It's kind of like a superhero outfit. New barbecue says bulk. It's called bulk. Oh, there you go. Bulk. <laughs> bulk. Sheila says, uh, noticed the thick chadness earlier. Yeah. Witness. The thickness. Isn't thick, isn't thick code for fat these days? Whatever. I mean, I'm definitely thicker than I used to be. It's just in just general, if you were to measure me. I have more circumference. They will. Big Bad Wolf says, I'm in my velvet pink leopard endangered wavy pants now. 
Those, those, that's some good Meaning Wave trousers right there. We have Meaning Wave has great trousers. Uh, I don't know if you can see. I'm wearing some right now. I need to get a camera that shows my full length so you can see my Meaning Wave trousers. See? They're very nice, these. Um, very cozy, particularly at Christmas, gosh. Meaning Wave trousers are just perfect for Christmas. Bad effect. Perfect. So we're going to listen to a Christmas story. This is an excerpt of how the Christmas truce unfolded, according to Henry Williamson, the British Army officer who was there. For weeks we had lived in flooded trenches. Germans were 80 yards away. Our trench was inflated. We lost many men, shot by snipers. Night after night, since the tailing off of the Battle of Ypres, we had toiled in the parapets, filling sandbag with clay mud, squelched through muddy lagoons of woodland tracks, carrying rations, duck boards, pumps, and ammunition. We were volunteers, rushed out to help General French's shattered expeditionary force. Uncaring of bullets aimed at random in the dark. All 
night we worked, carrying parties, pumping fatigues, parapet building. At dawn we slid in the water again, and set ourselves to endure the gray daylight. Even now, so long afterwards when I hear rain on the tiles overhead, the ghost of that time makes me draw the blankets closer around my neck. It's even, but sleep, sleep. Then came a message from brigade headquarters, brought, I think, by Second Lieutenant Bruce Barron's father of the Warwicks. Wiring parties were required in no man's land all night. And there would be a moon. We would have to work only 50 yards from the German machine guns in the White House opposite the eastern edge of the wood. Two hours later, we filed out of the dark trees into the naked, moonlit terror of no man's land, holding our shovels besides our faces in hope of protection against the expected mortar blast. The moon was high and white among the frozen clouds. We were visible. as we drove in stakes and pulled out concertiners of prepared wire. There was no rifle fire, either up or down the line, from way up north beyond Ypres to south, beyond Armentieres and the French army. At midnight, we heard laughing as we worked. We heard singing from the German lines, carols, the tunes of which we knew. I noticed a very bright light on a tall pole raised in their lines. Down opposite the East Lanks Trench, in front of the convent. A Christmas tree.
Tommy, we won't fire at you. A dark figure approached me hesitatingly. A trap. I walked towards it with a bumping heart. Merry Christmas, English friend. We shook hands tremulously. Then I saw that the light on the pole was the morning star. The star in the east. It was Christmas morning. All Christmas day, gray and khaki figures mingled and talked in no man's land. Picks and spades rang in the hard ground. It was strange to stare at the dead we had only glimpsed at swiftly from the trenches. The shallowest graves were dug, filled, and set with crosses, knocked together from ranks of ration box wood, marked with indelible pencil for king and country, for fatherland, and freeheit. Berlin 
midnight, we saw flashes going away into the air. Two days later, an army order came from GHQ to the effect that men found fraternizing with the enemy would be court-martialed and, if found guilty, would suffer the death.
as Henry Williamson asked. Let us not lack the imagination to think. Christmas 1914 Parts 1 Flooded Trenches Followed by Christmas 1914 Part 2 No Man's Land Concluded by Christmas 1914 Part 3 Peace on Earth Featuring Jocko Willink That shit fucked me up that shit fucked me up. I got like, a, I got, a, a, I got a tear. You know what I mean? It's double because I haven't listened to this for a long time, and um, and it's like double crazy because I mean, obviously everything in that song in itself it contains so much of which is eternally relevant, pertinent, and real. But then there's the the music itself, and the music itself features. Uh, you can hear. Uh, that bleak midwinter refrain and that was me sampling uh, a recording I'd made of a song uh, where uh, my wife Charlotte's uh, mother and uh, her husband Mike, her mother Karen and her husband Mike who um, who uh, was my wife's stepfather and um, he was you know, he, he helped raise her from when she was like 8 or something or 10, from when she was little you know and uh, that's him singing Bleak Midwinter. Karen was on the original version as well. They were, they were harmonizing. But I believe it's Mike singing Bleak Midwinter alone here. Here it is. He was a wonderful man. He was, he was a Cornish fellow. A right dodger. He was a rugby player and you know, uh, he sang in the male voice choir. Into all sorts of scrapes and shit. Yeah, when I met him, he was he was pretty much in his prime. He'd talk of the tales of his youth, but he was, you know, he was about 
motherfucker. And then, you know what, you got Parkinson's. And, uh, and he faded very fast. I saw him in February. And he was almost a ghost of the, the version of him that I'd first met, you know? And the version of him that sang at our wedding, you know? Uh, my friend Jerez played piano and he sang. It was beautiful. Everyone just shut the fuck up. So he really could sing, you know? I'm so glad I got to see him. You know, my wife and son were going to go go on a visit again um, in the summer after my little brother's wedding. And the night, the night they were leaving my mum's to go up north, up north to to see Karen and Mike, he died. I'm real glad I got to see him. We spoke. He was still there. It wasn't all of him, but he was. You know, he was there. This why we were talking about this before. It's not just that we're all gonna die. It's that everything that we are now, in the vibrancy of our prime, whatever this is, we might not have this for the whole run. You know. So it all is very precious. It all is so precious, you know. And that's one of those things that Christmas is about, isn't it? It's really paying attention to that which is precious and drinking it all in. Christmas. Here it comes. That opportunity for us to all slow down and stop for a moment and look around and go, wow. If this ain't nice, I don't know what is. Well, we can, you know. chat nightbot's just gone crazy why is nightbot going so mad is this delayed nightbot let me dedicate this to you you know sometimes oftentimes usually often i don't know what i'm playing i'm about to play or what have you right sometimes i do sometimes i'm chest moving 10 steps ahead sometimes i have no idea this was one of those moments i had no idea and i just looked down and um at my dj library and this song was just sat there. So I'm going to play this for you. And I'll start it at the beginning rather than on the second bar. How about that? Makes a big difference. Lilies on the brow No matter how you 
Adapted from the poem by Burton Bradley, written a hundred years ago. We like that. That's a Christmas song. Love you and any work someone is doing. If you like them or you love them, tell them now. Don't withhold your approbation till the person makes a ration. And they lie with snowy lilies on that ground. And that's good advice. Mike loved Hercules, you know. They spent a lot of time together because when we were getting ready to, when we were moving to the USA, uh, Hercules and Charlotte went and stayed with um, Karen and Mike while I was in, uh, in LA getting DJ gigs and shit. So Hercules spent a good, happy like summer and winter with his grandparents, being a little boy, playing in the garden, going for ice creams and all that. And they loved each other, you know? Uh, it was a really beautiful thing. They got to have that time. I remember my grandfathers, you know? I was lucky enough to be able to remember my grandfathers. I had my brummy grandfather, Nick, and I, I used to sit with him and uh, watch old movies, you know, and he made me bacon sandwiches and shit, and he'd like give me some money to go put a bet on for him. <laughs> I'd go and put a bet on for him at a betting shop, you know. I had my Polish grandfather, who was like a sad man who'd seen some awful things in his life, you know, but he'd get all, he'd get all happy when I was around and he'd put me on his knee and he would smack my cheeks. He'd go smack, smack, smack my cheeks like that, and that would bring him great joy. I used to love going to stay with him. I would go stay with him on my own. And he lived next to a motorway. I used to lie, lie awake at night listening to the motorway. It was very beautiful. He 
know, he was Polish. Uh, he was, I've, I've spoke about him, but like his life is crazy. And it often, you know, if ever I'm uh, having any kind of issues with context, I, I think of my grandfather who, um, you know, as a teenage boy in Poland, the Russians came along and just took them all out of school and took them off to a concentration camp and just sacked the whole town and fucked everything up and he never got to see his family. And then after a couple of years of that, the Germans came along and fucked up the town and, and then took him and took him off to Germany and put him in a concentration camp in Germany for some reason. And then he eventually got out of there and joined uh, the Polish army and drove a tank. And then not long after that, the uh, war was over and a bunch of him and his Polish homies got sent to the UK where he met my grandmother eventually left him for, for a wealthy young man, you know, quite a, quite a, quite a life, very handsome man, you know, big proud noble Polish forehead, and when he died, uh, he left me some of his stuff, I had some of his photos, and uh, in, in the frame, and the frames were yellow, they were stained yellow because he smoked so many facts. And uh, when I left home, I took those with me, you know, and, um, and they were stolen. I had a bunch of stuff stolen when I was living in some stupid squat or something like that. And a box of my stuff got stolen, it had those in it, and that was, oh, that was, I don't know what the fuck else was in there. But they, they were in there, and I was, I was sad about those. I missed those, you know? Those plastic, yellow-stained plastic picture frames. But I remember them really well. And I have this weird thing where I don't remember certain things well at all, but I remember that. We remember things at Christmas time. wanted to know what the name of that song was that was tell them now yes it was and, uh, it was tell them now and then it was followed by longing for a lo-fi christmas from a lo-fi christmas miracle album and this is christmas time is near charlie brown from a lo-fi christmas miracle album good album man Yeah, baby, Christmas is coming. You can feel it, can you not? Look at that beautiful TV thing there. We have lovely visuals going on. We got lovely Christmas music. The vibe is correct. day in this neighborhood.
Akira. He's got clout. 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 Oh, shit. Oh, God. How long was that screen like that? You're going to tell me. I can't be leaving the screen like that. This, well, the, the whole stream will get nuked from orbit. Did you see? They took down the party stream, came back. I, I muted about three or four songs of Friday's party stream. And so then the stream's back on YouTube. The full version is available to subscribers on Patreon and YouTube here. The unmolested version. Anyway, it disappeared again. It got hit with another worldwide block. They're, they're still trickling after the fact, some of it. This was for, what was the worldwide block for on, um... It came in today. Jamrock. It was for playing Welcome to Jamrock. For some reason, you can't play Welcome to Jamrock on YouTube. Michael Jackson, fine. No Welcome to Jamrock, though. Gotta remember that. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Would you be Hercules singing at the end there. I forgot about that. How cute, how cute, how cute. And what an excellent little melody he added to the end of that. Shout out to everybody locked in. Yo, it's Herc, says Bad Buddha. It was indeed. This brings back memory, says Dewey Evans. Ain't that the rightness? Sheila Ferrer says uh, Neighbor Wave is the best. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it is due. It's due a remaster in a, in a distribution on streaming platforms, that one. It's on the list. There's a lot to be done by Joe. What up, Vara, Vara, Vara says, Merry Christmas, Akira and all. 
May this Christmas in 24 be full of meaning, purpose, and joy. Oh, yeah, I agree. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for that nice Christmas wish. A Christmas wish is a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Christmas wish is a beautiful thing. It says the song. Transformations of the spirit. That's Nietzsche. That's the uh, prologue to Thus Makes Arthustra. Correct. When you are a child, when you are young, you are a camel. The camel gets down on its knees and says, Put a load on me. This is obedience. This is receiving the instruction and information that your society knows you must have in order to live a competent life. When the camel is well loaded, he gets up on his feet and runs out into the desert uh. where he becomes transformed into a lion. Then what? The heavier the load, the more powerful the lion. God bless you everyone, says Moot Barbecue. Moot. Moot. Hey. The heavier the load, the function of the lion is to kill the dragon. And the name of the dragon is Thou Shalt. And on every scale of the dragon there is a Thou Shalt imprinted. Some of it comes from 2,000 years, 4,000 years ago. Some of it comes from yesterday morning's newspaper headlines. When the dragon is killed, is transformed into a child, an innocent child living out of its own dynamics. Nietzsche uses the term ein Aussicht, for Roland is the rod, a wheel rolling out of its own center. That's what you become. That is the mature individual. Individual. is a civilizing force it turns a human animal into a civilized human being but then the one who is thrown off the thou shalt is still a civilized human being you see he has been humanized you might say by the thou shalt system so his performance now as a child is not simply childlike at all he has assimilated the culture and thrown it off as a thou shalt way in any artwork you go to work and study an art you study the techniques you study all the rules and the rules are put upon you by a teacher then there comes a time of using the rules not being used by them do you understand what I'm saying but the heavier the load, the 
Patrice's Prolab, Zarathustra's Prolab, from that rare, rare Mythos LP. Ill Ink says I need a heavier load. And that is what she said. Pick it up. Hey. For Christmas. A heavier load. That was nice, huh? That rather worked, that transition. Woo! Swag. 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 Yeah. Dance of the Sugar from Fairy, that's what this is. What album was this on? This was just at the beginning of Meaning Wave era. Or just before it. Did I call it Litmus? Is that what I called it? The album that this was on. I did call it Litmus. This was on Litmus, which came out in 2017, maybe? 2016, shit. 2016. Hey. What up, Shecky? Thank you for the support, you bad man. Says bless up, M A Z. And uh, I do believe that this is indeed a blessed space. Uh, we've been back streaming for a couple weeks now, and uh, it really is a blessed space. It's just very, very lovely here. Everybody is is an absolute delight to be around vibes are consistently immaculate and uh for that i can't but thank you uh, we were talking earlier about christmas being a time for paying attention to that which you have in your life that is precious and enjoying it and uh, i'm very very glad that we're back streaming particularly at this time when i can and reflect and think yes indeed you know getting to hang out with you guys uh, really is a a joy and a pleasure and uh, an honor. The Shido Pirate Crew says this is holy ground, and that's just true. That's just true. Big Bad Wolf says, hey, Red, welcome. Welcoming Red Dracon. He says, hey, friends, love you guys, God bless. Glad you're here. 
song tonight we'll be back tomorrow with a special glory set a set of glory tonight will be vibes of glory vibes of glory tonight we uh we looked around and said oh shit baby here comes christmas and uh and started to bring in that christmas vibe i mean we've been bringing it in for a little while anyway as well you know this is the king of lo-fi christmas speaking right here she that was, that's what we did tonight and tomorrow is that glory and then Thursday it's uh, I'm kind of excited about this I'm a bit nervous it involves a bunch of, of prep work and uh, has there's lots of opportunities for me to fuck it up but Thursday I'm quite hyped um, to do a Paul Harvey lo-fi Christmas we're gonna bring in Paul Harvey to, to co-host a uh, delightful lo-fi Christmas stream Thursday. Then, of course, on Friday, we're going to have that sexy party. Sexy office Christmas party. You're all invited. Please don't come. Dress appropriately. Uh, treat the fax machine appropriately. And the punch bowl. All that. You know what I mean? Uh, head to the live section of YouTube and, uh, and hit the notifications for the streams you want to come to. I'm going I'm to demand notifications for all of them. I wish to be notified that they're all going on because I've got to be there. It's important that I'm there. Imagine I didn't turn up. That would be terrible. The Meaning Stream is brought to you, of course, by MeaningWave.com. MeaningWave.com. Happiness, of course, is a side effect of meaning. Head on over to MeaningWave.com today and get yourself something nice. Uh, maybe a nice hoodie or a t-shirt or a piece of vinyl. Maybe a digital bundle. We have uh, digital bundles where you can get all the music at uh, up to half of what you would pay for it if you just bought it for regular price on Bandcamp or iTunes or wherever it is that you download music because you know full well that you can't be relying on these streaming platforms to stay around forever. Particularly since they all operate on models of, uh, of well, just models that don't, don't work. Uh, resources course tab is useful if you want to support Meaning Wave and, and uh, send in a donation uh, via PayPal, Patreon, Bitcoin, ETH, Venmo, Cash App, or one of those types of joints. MeaningWave.com resources support Meaning Wave. You can also join a newsletter. You can also read lyrics to all the songs. Lyrics to all the songs. Oh, look, you click on that, it goes straight to, the, to A. Interesting. It brings up Elon initially. I haven't even tried that. But uh, you can find them all. Yeah. That's interesting. So it has... <laughs> I really need to look into this. So there's lots of ways of navigating, but of course you can search. Search is an easy way of finding things on MeaningWave.com. Just go to the search and type in something cool. I typed in zero then. I typed in nothing at all and a bunch of beanies and things came up. Look at that, isn't that nice? Anyway, we got one more song for you. It's a lovely song. You're going to love this song. Everybody loves this song. It's low-key one of the best Meaning Wave songs. And uh, it only comes out at this time of year. Toshido Pirate Crew says, Good luck. I didn't know you could turn on notifications for specific vids. Yeah, it's like extra notification system. Just the regular one doesn't work. I don't know. But you can, especially when Akira the Dawn is uh, organized and lists streams ahead of time, which is something I'm now aiming at doing going forward. 
which is uh, hopefully will make it easier for you to plan your life around the meaning stream. I'm going to dedicate this song to you. Celebrated symbolically at Christmas. You. Of the lights on the trees is the return you. of illumination, right? Because the sun is starting to come back. All these things are layered on top of one another, and so it's 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 a remarkable, it's remarkable. It's one of the things that's really made me so struck as a consequence of studying Christianity is that so many levels of meaning stack on top of one another in an isomorphic manner. It, support one another you know there's a cosmic story that's associated with christmas which is the death and rebirth of the sun i mean the, the actual solar orb and then there's the more prosaic story of the birth of a baby which is of course a miraculous event in everyone's life everyone's life everyone's life a miraculous event in everyone's life birth of a baby which is of course a miraculous event in everyone's life everyone's life everyone's life a miraculous event in everyone's life An infant is the eternal hope of mankind. Well, he's born in lowly circumstances and in extreme peril, right? Because all the firstborns are under death sentence, essentially. And there's an archetypal element to that, too, which is really important to understand, which is that even if the hero is divine, he's always born in the extreme danger that characterizes existence itself. So in some sense, that balance between tragedy and catastrophe and tyranny and Christmas in reality for day-to-day people is also built right into the story. I mean, they're in a manger for God's sake, right? It's a stable, and so it's pretty unstable. Then there's the more prosaic story of the birth of a baby, which is of course a miraculous event in everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. A miraculous event in everyone's life. Birth of a baby, which is of course a miraculous event in everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. A miraculous event in everyone's life. radical political events going on and well that's that's the way of mankind radical political and social events going on that's the way of mankind so then there's the more prosaic story of the birth of a baby which is of course a miraculous event in everyone's life everyone's life everyone's life miraculous event in everyone's life birth of a baby which is of course a miraculous event in everyone's life everyone's life everyone's life Miraculous event in everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. A miraculous event in everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life. A miraculous event in everyone's life. Everyone's life. Everyone's life.
autonomous zone. Hey, how about that? How about that? Thank you for being here, you miracles. We'll be back mañana. Look forward to seeing you then. Love to you and your family. Good night and God bless.